You are listening to episode 155. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. So many moms returning to work have asked me how to get hired in a job that pays well, but also allows them to be the mom they want to be. And I've seen so many women make the mistake of taking a job teaching English at 3 a.m. for $15 an hour. That's just backwards because your skills are highly valuable and so is your time. That's why I put together this free training to help you jumpstart your tech career by learning about the fields of UX design and front-end development so you don't waste one more side hustle that isn't a career and doesn't give you the flexibility and income your family needs. I only offer this training twice a year, and it's available right now at the release of this episode. So sign up now for the helpful and interactive free training, Three Strategies to Jumpstart Your UX Design Career, or Three Strategies to Jumpstart Your Front-End Development Career. Sign up for one, the other, or both. It's completely free. Go to youartechie.com slash sign up. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y dot com slash S-I. G-N-U-P. I can't wait to see you there. Kristen Casavon is a UX designer, web developer, and mom of three. Kristen made the return to work after more than a decade of full-time carry for her growing children. Kristen, specializing in UI design, efficiency work of highly technical user interfaces design, and implementation. She has an undergraduate degree in an MSW in social work, both from Florida State University. Kristen worked as a social worker for John Hopkins, Old Children's Hospital in St. Petersburg, prior to staying at home with her kids. Kristen lives in Austin with her three children ages 9, 13, and 15, as well as her husband. Kristen, welcome to the podcast. Ellen, thanks so much. I'm so happy to have you. We have a challenges, and so I'm so grateful for your patience. I appreciate it so much, and I'm excited to have a question. Absolutely. Me too. I know that, you know, each career journey looks a little bit different, and you certainly are social work is not the natural progression to tech, but you're not the first one I've seen. And so I would love for you to take us through your career journey. Just looking at kind of the highs and lows, what sticks out to you? And just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So it definitely was a journey. You know, originally when I think about my career or careers, I think of it as kind of segmented, but the reality is there was a path along the way. And so when I got into social work, I was fresh out of college, kind of bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, really excited, and had a lot of enthusiasm, of course. And it was really great. I, I learned a lot very quickly, moved into management roles. And within that space, I loved what I did. But I really did struggle with the heaviness of the work. And I think that, honestly, at this point where I am now, that might even feel even more heavy with my own family. Parenting was something I'd always envisioned and wanted in my life. And interestingly, even though I'm a planner, I hadn't really thought about what comes after that. You know, I got into the, okay, you're a mom. And then, I don't know, what what else do we do? So there came a time as my kids have gotten older that I realized, okay, it's time to reevaluate me as a professional individual. And what does that look like? Reality is social work doesn't offer 
the same flexibility that I really wanted for our family. And um, I think for a long time, I pigeonholed myself into the idea of, well, that's what I'm trained in. So that's what I do. And I don't really have any other options. But as I learned more about tech and so many of the amazing spaces you can move into in tech, I really realized that, wow, I could transition and all of those skills that I'm trained in and that I apply even in my life as a parent are very applicable to work within the tech field too. And so that was very encouraging to to see that and see that, okay, this is something that's possible for me. Diving right in. In your opinion, you know, you can only take what you kind of the experience that you've had. So I'm curious from your take, why do some women make the transition to tech and some who are interested in doing that actually never do? Yeah. So I think that's a, a small sentence with a lot of varying answers. Everybody has their own path that they need to follow. I think that it's important to remember that there's a luxury with having the time to devote to additional study and practice. There's accessibility to training. But within that also, I think a lot of times there's a mental and emotional block. Once you get to a certain space, you say, okay, well, like I was saying, as far as my social work, I felt kind of pigeonholed into, well, this is what I know. And giving yourself that permission to explore outside of that space and to, I often say, feel comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's a big jump to take. And so transitioning into tech is all about feeling uncomfortable and learning something new. It doesn't always feel great as you go. And so reinventing yourself essentially is what you have to do. And I think that seeing other women who've taken those steps really makes a difference. Having that example ahead of you can make a difference. But I suspect that, yeah, there's a lot of this isn't really what I originally envisioned for myself. And how am I going to fit into that? I think that's a great perspective. Just your own take and how, I mean, it is tricky, right? There there can be lots of different answers, but it is important that you're, it does require growth. There's really no way to do that without growth if you haven't done it before, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I know you're working as a freelancer currently, though you're open to in-house work. So what are some tips that you can give aspiring UX designers? It sounds silly, but my approach always is to be myself. I feel it's very important that I show up as my authentic self because that's the person I'm going to bring to the workforce every day. Mm-hmm. So if, if I am doesn't jive with that person that I'm interviewing with for whatever reason, I don't want to pretend like I'm something else. Then you get into day-to-day work life and it it doesn't mesh. And the goal is to find the right fit for that organization and also to find the right organization for you, employee, as a person. So I think that showing up authentically, being honest, but also being open to new experiences. And then it really comes down to like dating, right? Like use your good manners, but be yourself. (laughs) I love it. I think that's important because if you are trying too hard to impress, which I 100% of this, especially in my early 20s, then you have to like keep that up and then it's such hard work and the work is hard enough. It's like two jobs. And ultimately, if you're looking for longevity, you need to know you're in a comfortable, safe space to be who you are so that you can be effective 
in your growth in what you're providing to the company and giving you space to open up to everything. And if you don't feel comfortable and safe doing that, if you feel like you have to be someone else, that's not going to be a good partnership for either side. That's great. I love it. Okay. So I know you been a UI tech student and my team wanted me to ask you this. How do you feel that being a UI techie student has helped you in your journey, assuming that it has? What about it has helped you in your journey? Well, it absolutely has. Thank you for asking that, actually. You know, I think it's obviously has helped with growing my UX skills, right? Like this is a training program for that. On top of that, it's definitely helped me to grow my confidence. Um, entering into a group of supportive people who are trying to walk a similar path, but come from varying backgrounds. You are exposed to so many different perspectives and experiences that you can learn from. I think that that is really remarkable, right? We have students from all over the world, and that's pretty amazing to get to hear different perspectives and different experiences and not even you know, the hiring process or just specific work that they're doing. Along with that, the opportunity to meet with you weekly, sometimes twice a week to talk technical, but also the coaching aspect. That's really tend to be a pretty open person as far as thinking things through and learning and growing emotionally. But I think that having that accountability with you, you know, talking to someone else, especially someone who is trained as a coach, always opens up different perspectives. And that's helped me to peel back a few more layers to to push myself even better for emotional growth that's going to lead my path professionally really well. I think that's going to help me down that path. So Love thank it. you. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. That is, that's so helpful. I think that sometimes, you know, most people join for the tech, you know, and then they stay for the coaching. And then it's kind of hard to understand how having, you know, even theoretically understand how having a group of people going through the same thing is helping you. But then it's different when you have a hard time or you see them going through a hard time and then you see like, hey, this is just the path. This is what it looks like. It can look a little different, but this is the path. And I think that's the, you know, that's a really valuable thing. So absolutely. Really- and knowing that you're not alone on that mm-hmm. path. And then, yeah. yeah, okay. Cause sometimes it's very isolating to be learning by yourself. Yeah. It's a community that really opens up to realizing, okay, well, this person's like three steps ahead of where I am and they're struggling at that point. So when I enter that space, then, okay, I know that potentially something that's going to trip me up or not. Maybe I've learned from their experience and it's more comfortable to me. So I think that's very beneficial. Yeah. That's great. All right, let's talk tech. What technical skills do you feel have helped you in your job search? Has it all been positive? And what skills do you recommend others learn to move their career forward? So I know you want to talk tech, and that would be a very specific program, something along those lines. But I think that overall, what's been most helpful to me is being open to learning in general and learning new softwares, learning new approaches. I really believe in using the word yet at the end of I have not done that. Because if you're open to that, if you're open to taking the next step to, again, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, you're going to learn and you're going to learn really quickly. 
So I'm very honest with people, especially when I'm interviewing, someone might ask if I've used a specific software and I'm happy to say, well, no, at this point, I haven't used it yet, but I'd be happy to walk through it with you or, you know, send me your favorite YouTube video on it. Let me pick up the skills and practice them and then let's go. So I think that's a really important part of tech with as quickly as everything moves and changes, you've got to be open to that. And have you always viewed yourself as techie? No, not really. I've always been really comfortable on the computer. You know, I think that I'm a part of that group that's always used the computer in one way or the other, but definitely not like I was not that person that was coding at an early age or anything along those lines. Yeah, I think that's important because you were a social worker. So somebody might stereotype you and say, oh, she's probably afraid of the computer. Well, no. That doesn't mean that. <laughs> mean, no. There can be a whole range, but you have always been a little bit comfortable, which is why I think maybe you may. And so I kind of talked about the beginning, but you are highly, not just as a UX designer, but you have a lot of capability, like web designer and, you know, WordPress developer. Like you've done a lot of different technical things. And I feel like you like that. You like doing some of the more technical sides of the UX design process. Absolutely. When I was in social work, you know, I, as I said, I came fresh out of college and I was comfortable on the computer at that level. And so the hospital I was at did not currently have a computerized charting system. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, they were developing that. And so I was actually the representative for the short department to help to develop and integrate it. So some might say I was somewhat involved in UX at that point in time and strategy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. my job, part of my job in my management role was to train the social workers how to use it. That is very interesting. Something I didn't know and not that surprising. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was it all positive? We didn't really touch on that. I tend to be a pretty positive person. So I tend to look for the positives, even in the negatives. I, prior to starting my UX training, I knew of UX and was interested, but I, well, I really want to learn some coding first just to feel a little more confident, I suppose. And so I did take the first half of a full stack coding program. And I learned in that that it's really cool. And I love that I could do it, but it wasn't necessarily something that I wanted to spend a lot of time on. And so learning that, it's helped me to pinpoint even more what I do want to do. So I suppose, I wouldn't say it was a negative by any means. But it certainly did help to direct my journey a little bit more. Right. I think that's a great point because the next question is really about your skills to move your career forward. And so that probably was one, even if you don't end up using it. That's the thing that's hard to encapsulate. Like, even if you don't like code every day, it's still very helpful to understand kind of the foundation. So can you talk a little bit more about the skills that that have really moved your career forward? Yeah. And I think you're exactly right. I think that having that knowledge base from my coding experience, I think that certainly has helped along the way. It's helped me be more comfortable as I've entered into the idea of WordPress design and some of the coding that's needed within that behind the scenes. I think skill-wise, not technically, the idea that taking a step before you 100% feel ready for it, I think that that has helped to move me forward. Because if I were to wait until I felt 100% comfortable to take the next step every single time, I would probably be where I was a year ago. 
I think that is a pretty remarkable one to to take on in life in general. You know, it be able to take the next step and say, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to go and won't go exactly as I plan, but it's going to go and it's going to take me somewhere. And in the long run, it's going to take me where I want to be, wherever that might be. I think that has helped to move me forward. Nice, I like it. What do you think has been the most important action, thought, or perspective? I think, well, you know, we were just talking about patience. I think that patience is something that definitely has been an important thought. And then within that, you know, you talk often about, I was just talking with my husband about it last night, about thoughts that serve me. Keeping in perspective, okay, are the thoughts that I'm taking in with this current experience are they a positive thought for me to, like we just talked about, move forward? Are they going to help walk the path that I want to walk? Keeping that in mind at the forefront of every thought that I have, which of course is never perfect, but I try to keep that at the forefront. I think that is crucial in the process of interviewing and applying and trying to find the next job for you. That's very good. I love it. All right. What role, and we've talked, I mean, I know this is very close to your heart. What role has motherhood played in your career? Just so Joe? It has been front and center of the decision. You know, I feel so fortunate that I've been able to be at home with my kids as when they were younger and now into their teen years. And even now it's important to me while I I won't say recreate myself, but while I venture into the next iteration of myself, they're still there with me. And that whoever, as I become this new person, they're in the center. I think that honest and true. It's true. It is. You want your kids to thrive as you grow. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's entirely possible. Yeah. Okay. What do you like best about UX design? I really like problem solving. So one of my favorite things to do is go to escape rooms, which sounds ridiculous, but I love to do that. And when I think about the UX process, I kind of think about it like an escape room, which it's not like it's terrifying. You're walking into something, then have to piece apart and figure out the puzzles within it. And in doing that, unlock other puzzles to be able to, well, get out or in UX to develop this real incredible product that makes a lot of sense and that's engaging and interesting. So I kind of nerd out about that stuff. You just gave me such the best idea because I've been needing to go to one of those for so long and a few of my kids have been, but not all of them. So that's a great birthday idea for my kid to be done. So I love it. Absolutely. I love that. I would totally nerd out with you on that, Kristen. I think it's good for really fun, although I don't like being trapped. I do not like I do not like that, but I do like the puzzle part. I'm the same way. And the knowledge that you can get out at any time, you just, you know, the door is there. You just have to make the choice. So, okay. You're safe. I love it. Okay. What do you think is most challenging about UX? So if you asked me this a few months ago, as you know, I would have said UI. I did not feel super, super comfortable with that at that point in time. But as time has gone on and I have, you know, improved my skill, it's like a muscle you got to work out. The same thing to learn and grow. And so I think that with UX, 
every situation is an exploration. And that is a challenge for sure. I like that challenge personally, finding your way along the line. I think that everything else design is rarely linear. It's usually a little messy in the middle as you figure things out. Yes. And then get to the pretty stuff at the end. So the challenge within that is okay with. Yeah, that's so good. And I think this is so, okay, this is a really great point because it's so funny when you said that, I'm like, you're like, as you know, I'm like hanging on your word a few months ago. And I'm like, what is she going to say? I have no idea what she's going to say right now. And then when you said it, I was like, oh, you had trouble with that. Like it's completely erased from my mind that because, because really UI is a skill, right? Like everything is a skill. Every creative pursuit is a skill. Selling is a skill. Interviewing is a skill. It's just when they're ambiguous and complicated or creative and we can't do a step-by-step process for it, we think, well, I'm just not good at that. No, it's a skill. You can get good. And so I think that's a very important piece here. I love your journey for this, for other people and for and for everyone to look at that as an example because it's very easy to bucket yourself like, oh, well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the technical UX designer, but I'm not a great at UX. Well, no, actually, it could be both. So I love that part of your journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Last question. What advice would you give to a a woman or a mom specifically who is considering a career in UX? So as you may know by now, I'm kind of a researcher. So I don't tend to jump into things with both without looking. I would say go for it. But the reality is I tend to research a little bit. I read about stuff. I watch various videos. I listen to podcasts. In fact, listening to your podcast helped me to choose this path. You were a huge inspiration and the interviews with the women and men that you've spoken to on the podcast helped me to realize what was out there. And so I would say, do your research, talk with your loved ones about it, and talk with them honestly about the direction that you're interested in pursuing and then go for it. You know, keep in mind that just like design a new path, it's not always linear. Sometimes it's a little messy in the middle, but it's totally worth it. So I hope that this podcast can help someone else in the same way that previous podcasts helped me to make my decision. I'm confident that it will. Thank you so much for being on the show, Kristen. This was a ton of fun. Thanks for having me, Ellen. I really enjoyed it. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.